My name's Austin. My name's Jake. And we are Flicks and Chips. We're back and better than ever. Wouldn't yes. you say? Yes. <laughs> Got some big basketball games to watch. It was just pretty great. It was pretty great. I know you guys aren't here for our sports talk, so we'll cut to the chase. So Flicks and Chips is back with our 10th episode. We are in double digits. Damn. Double digits. And it, is, digits, it has man. been fun been every fun. step of the way. We hope you guys keep coming back for our content. I know 10 episodes doesn't seem like a lot, but it's a pretty big step for us, and we're we're real happy to be there. We probably have over 20 hours of podcast material because there's a lot of unreleased things and big things oh, coming yeah, up. There's big stuff coming. You, you, you follow, wait until October, man. If you, if you follow our Instagram, you'll see a little uh, a little sneak peek of what might be coming soon. Um, Very so, soon. So to get into this, well, how, how was your day today, Jake? Very eventful. Very eventful. I, I would agree. I would agree. I mean, you know, just just a lot of a lot of drama and uh, sports drama and everything and sports. Yeah. And you know, we got some. We got Halloween coming up. I mean, we got October coming up. I mean, you know, maybe a little. But little, I mean, decorate always fun. Decorating is fun. And so, uh, just get a little small talk in there. You know. Yeah. We're gonna connect with you guys like that. Hope your days are going well too. Okay, so a lot of so some massive movie setbacks have yes. been talked about recently, sadly. Okay. Yeah, um, so some of those setbacks is, if I'm correct, Wonder Woman 84 has been delayed to Christmas, Candyman has been delayed to 2021, and Sony will not release any movies until theaters are open at full capacity. So that means that Venom 2 and Morbius are, yet again, They're on hiatus delayed. right now. <laughs> they're, they're, they're indefinitely That's, uh, stopped. It's not a really a smart move on Sony, considering, look at Tenant. The big movie came out in the theaters, one of the first things to draw people back to the theaters, and it's the number one movie in the world right now. Well, of course it's going to be the number Sure, one. it's not going to draw, like, top box office and... Well, one movie, one more movie started coming out, it topped box office, there's anything in there, but... Like, when stuff starts coming out, sure, it won't top it, like, the first week, like, they expect, but... Mm-hmm. Hey, over time, if you leave it in there, people will go to the movies for content. Yeah, but listen, I mean... I mean, it's, uh, what's it called? Uh, Warner Brothers saw that Tenet... Wasn't doing the numbers. They know that movie can do if it, yeah. it wasn't happening. And it's taken a hit, an extreme hit. Like, you could argue probably it's it's going to end up making half of what it probably could have made. Oh, yeah. With all the restrictions. And I think Warner Brothers is thinking in the long run, like, hey, we know these pushbacks suck, but we need to make our full capacity of money. They're going to they're so gonna definitely pushing. leave it in there for a long time. Selfishly, I want them to release these things on HBO Max so we can just watch it for free. But I understand why they need to Yeah, wait. but... I don't understand, but like with my thing, I feel like it only top top box office. I know why Sony's not doing it, and Wonder Woman, because they're gonna make so much money. Yeah, but, they're gonna make a ton of money. I don't know. Wonder I, Woman. I think Wonder Woman is not done being delayed. I'm I'm shocked they even gave that a release date because initially the reports were delayed indefinitely, and then they had the report that said Christmas, and that they did not move Dune. Did you? And Dune is still, I think, slated for the twenty. First, don't quote me on that. But yeah, I, I believe yeah. so. But um, well, what Sony and Wonder Woman and Candyman are doing are they realize like, hey, tennis not playing in these numbers. It's playing in numbers, but it's not doing as well as it should have. Mm-hmm. So, what does that mean for Black Widow? Do you think? I'm I I I think Black Widow. I honestly, bold prediction right now. Disney Plus. It's going to find its way to Disney Plus, and, and they're going to up the price for the premium yeah. package, probably sixty. Because no offense to Milan, I heard it was. Great, but I feel like with the well, all the MCU movies, yeah, you know, they're gonna want to yeah. try and get that out for more money. 
Totally. So, we go to our next topic. Some more Scream 5 news. She's back. Mm-hmm. The original Scream Queen of the Scream franchise. Nev Campbell. She's back at Sydney. Yeah. I mean, so, for the Scream fanatics out there, you all know who, who Nev Campbell is. She's the first victim, I guess, of ghost, of the Ghostface Killer in, um, in Scream. And she is... I. You know what? I, I'm not going to... I'm not going to claim to be a big fan. I mean, I've seen the first one. I've seen the fifth one. I think I've seen most of them, but I don't know. You haven't seen the fifth one. You, probably, you mean the fourth one? I'm sorry, the fourth one. The fourth one. But, you've seen the fifth one. Hook me up. I mean, I got, yeah. my, I got a guy. But I, I'm honestly not sure. Do you know if she's been in others other than the first one? She's the main character. She's been in, in all of them? Oh, I thought it was just the first yeah, one. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, we're just very tired. We had a long, stressful day. You said, we're like, recording the first, this at 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, right you now. said, like, the first victim. She's, like, the main lead in yes. all of them. Well, Drew Barrymore was the first Oh, she was victim. the first victim. No, she's like, she was the first victim, but Sydney is like the one that yes. always slips she's away like, from Ghostface. She's, she's, she's the, smart. That's why. She is the, um, the, uh, what's her face? Like the, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis of Final Scream. Girl? The final girl, right? Well, I'm talking about Jamie, like, I'm talking about Halloween. Jamie Lee Curtis as, uh, what's her face? Is Michael's sister, not sister. Oh, Lori Strode? Yeah, Lori. That's Jamie Lee. So yeah. that's basically her in the screen. You know, be really fucked if they pulled Drew Barrymore on her and, like, in the first five minutes, Sydney dies. We're going to H2O the bitch. Ooh. We don't want that. <laughs> You're not going to sign her and do that shit. But it's awesome. I mean, that she's added to the cast of returning returning actors and actresses like David Arquette, uh, Courtney Cox, Cox, and Jack Quaid. Oh, Jack he's Quaid is. Yeah, Jack gonna, Quaid is going to be in it. I hope he's Ghostface. Awesome. That'll be awesome. <laughs> that would be cool. I mean, he seems like. I mean,. The boys, which we, we might get. Oh, well, later. we might. We might. But yeah, he yeah. he's always portrayed as like a kind of a pussy. So I'd be surprised if he was the a serial killer. All right, <laughs> it would be cool yeah, though. See what happens. Be cool. So so Borat. Yeah. Borat two. We talked about that a while ago, but apparently we at the time we thought well we found out that it was shooting, and they actually were shooting a Borat two, and now it's confirmed it was shot in secret. And it's done. It's done. And it's being screened currently. It's being screened to audiences right now. Now, I find it to be such a smart move because the thing is when Borat came out, everybody recognized Borat as like a global icon. So now you give it some time for Borat, Borat to kind of die down where maybe not as many people know who he is. Remember, it came out over 10 years ago. Yeah. So it's very interesting. Like I said, though, I love all like those hidden camera shows like, you know, Jackass and Practical Jokers and Borat. But the problem is, oh, I have no problem like with them. It's just that it's hard to pump out new stuff because people like, oh, yeah, you're the Jackass guys. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. you're Borat. Yeah, it is difficult. You just have to find crazier ways to, find, to do stuff. Yeah, and I edgier. think it was smarter not to announce anything so then people wouldn't be looking for him. Some guy... Some guy leaked that he was just in his car driving in Hollywood, and he just saw, you know, Borat in his car. So they were that close to getting away with a secret Borat film, but I kind of like how it's all done. So then, like, you know, let's say a few months, they can just release it. It's being screened, so they're so much, they're so 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 close to being yes done. Yes, and I think there's it's definitely got a. I, I think that'll go straight to VOD. I'm assuming a movie like Borat. You'd be surprised too. with Borat. You think so? It, you ever go to theaters? The first one is like a cult classic. I consider it a cult classic because it's really not talked about today, but it's still so fucking funny. Yeah, 
I mean, it might go to theaters. You know, it might just say, hey, we can make some money off of this. But, yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty crazy that, like, well, the only reason we knew about it is because someone in California just saw them filming one day yep. in his car. And that's where it was like, hold the fuck on. And they got another one of these motherfuckers, and that went viral. And th- I guess they just ran with it instead of running away and denying and trying to get at the surprise. Like, yeah, we've been we've been filming this motherfucker. Guess yeah. what? It's done. We've actually have a full movie. It's 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 smarter than to do that. Yeah, it is. It's cool. It's really cool. So, so moving on next, yeah. would you like to take it from here? I think that because I remember yeah. you were saying some stuff about this. Well, we have a, a little bit of a touchy subject to some, but the Academy Awards have new policies and. Most of them are for this year only, which is interesting. Um, they're, they're, it's very it's it's to really um, promote inclusion in in the movies. So you may only be like nominated for best picture if you have if you meet certain criteria, and they they really want you to include like you want you want to have different races, different like different genders, different um, sexualities. You have to you have to follow these certain guidelines. You have to meet. I think it's two out of like five of the criteria. Yeah, to be looking nominated. at the list I saw posted on Twitter, there's like A one, A two, A three, and then B one, B two. It needs to meet, and then you know C one, C two, D one. It needs to meet one of those criteria below. So one from A, one from B, one from C, one from D. Yeah, which is. And as you were saying before, I mean, a lot of movies you see now, they're always very unique. They always make sure that there's always equality for everybody, but... So, like, for for instance, at least one of the lead actors or significant supporting actors is from an unprecedented racial or ethnic group, such as Asian, Hispanic, Black, Indigenous, Native American, Middle Eastern, Native Hawaiian, or other... So you have to – they really want – they're really, really pushing for inclusion, which is cool. And I think that Hollywood has gotten a lot better with, you know, they not have, just yeah. white male, white male lead, white male director, white male writer, white male everything, casting, like every, everyone. Now now we see like actors and act, actresses and, and directors like, like – we got Patty Jenkins, one of the biggest directors on the planet with Wonder Woman 2 we were just talking about. We got – and then we've got actors like, like obviously like Denzel and – and we have um uh what's his face is Denzel's son um John David oh, Washington John David, yeah, yeah. and then we've got we we've got uh like the like Angelina Jolie is one of the biggest actors on the planet and she's and she's a female obviously I mean it's it's gotten big I mean back in the day when when cinema was still was getting like and it was cinema was very big when it was starting to really then. yeah very racist I mean they the way they portrayed people and everything. But now it's like I mean, people like Ryan Coogler, one of the biggest directors on the planet. Oh yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, you've got like these people that are also like they're like companies like like Marvel, especially Kevin Feige wants diversity, so he goes out and he gets. I believe if I'm not, if I'm not wrong, I believe that the director of the Eternals is one of the directors from the Mandalorian, and so mm. I'm I believe that she directed one or two episodes of the Mandalorian. Yeah. And with the whole new Academy Award thing, sure, you know, it's different for, like, this year. Like, they just aired this right now. But, you know, with the movies, they're really, 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 really good. What I mean by that is you sure really have to follow the criteria because everybody, you know, everybody's getting equally represented in a lot of movies. Not all movies, I know. 
some people might get upset and quote me on that one. But Hollywood is getting better at it. And if you look totally. at movies like you know, Black Panther, which was nominated for Academy Award, and if you look at just all the movies that's come out in the past, I want to say past 20 years, you can tell that Hollywood is Hollywood, getting better at it, everybody. And it's a lot of it's a lot to do with like the younger culture. Like we're it's a very woke culture. And people are people are not like I'm not I'm not gonna say people are not racist anymore or sexist anymore. Yeah. Because they there still are obviously. But our generation, like the generation Z and everything, we we've become we are raised on just like Big, everyone's we, we become more aware. Totally more woke, more on the aware changing world around us. Everyone is equal to to one another and everyone deserves the same opportunities. And I think Hollywood's doing a great job of doing that. And I think that the Academy Awards are really really trying to push it. And it's gotten a lot of unfair negative feedback from people because people think now, you know, it, now movies that should be nominated but don't meet the criteria, which most movies do meet this criteria. You just have to look at them. Like it's not saying your lead actor has got to be, you know, Native American. Like no, it's saying you have to have someone in the movie that plays a prominent role has to be like from different ethnicity from the normal Caucasian white guy, which you see in every single movie. Yeah, I know what you mean. And like I said, I know what you were saying before about some people might get upset if like a movie they liked or thought to be nominated, think it nominated. Those movies still have to meet, you know, special stuff. You know, they just can't be like, oh, this movie is so good, it deserves an Academy Award. Just look at the previous Oscars with Adam Sandler. A lot of people thought that <laughs> he should have got a you know, Academy Award, or at least a, a nomination, nomination yeah. for his role in Uncut Gems. I think we were we were on that camp. We were, yeah, because if you look at stuff like Jack and Jill, and then <laughs> this movie. What's my name? We've been going back and forth with like the, the shack and the ham part so many times. <laughs> this is so fucking funny. Yeah, but, you know, he didn't meet the criteria. I mean, he should have, we feel, but yes. it's just based off of your own opinion and your opinion with the Academy Awards, unless you're in the Academy, I'm sorry, you know, it's not valid. Sure, most you could of the go Academy, online and talk about it, but it's just the Academy who votes on it. But you know what? If the Academy really wants to become more, uh, in, like, include a lot more people, they have to look about who their voters are. I mean, it's like 90% white male guys. I mean, that's like, mo- like almost old men. all of them. Yeah, old white guys. So if they really are serious about that, then hey, like, really step up. And add some more ethnicity into the into the voters. But all right, before we get to our next topic, you know we're gonna have to let let you guys listen to this really really awesome ad from these really two cool guys. Oh yeah, we think you'll um you'll we really think you'll enjoy like it. it. We are back. I hope you enjoyed that lovely ad from this beautiful podcasting platform brought to you by two awesome guys who know what they're talking about. They know two, their shit. Two heavy set friends who just know their podcast companies and and what's good and what's not so definitely exactly. take, take the advice of you know definitely i would definitely and chips crew keep using this over goddamn soundcloud i'm sorry i'm not trying to yeah, like you know what throw you guys out there SoundCloud. we're, we're throwing into the bus you assholes soundcloud is ass we're trying to promote ourselves and you want us to pay 15 dollars a month we can't afford 15 dollars a month <laughs> goddamn we're trying to make money not lose it. You know what? When Anchor makes us big, we're gonna bring them to the top with us. We're gonna bring them right up there with us, and we're gonna we're gonna make sure to shit on SoundCloud while we're doing it. We're getting to real wars with some big companies now. Yeah, we're getting some big so, companies now. Oh yeah. So should we go on to our yes. next thing really quick? Yes. 
So there's Blumhouse has a new movie coming oh, out. Oh, Blumhouse. Blumhouse, I would is, love you. Maybe this is the movie they had, they filmed in the in Universal. Yeah, we don't know what they filmed. Uh, as we Allegedly, they filmed a movie in Universal Parks during this pandemic. Cl- I thought it was going to be that you should have left movie. More yeah. like you shouldn't have rented this goddamn movie because it sucked. <laughs> should have left before it started. But, all right, so there's a new movie called Freaky. Would you like to go into that? Sure. So this is the typical Freaky Friday type scenario. Now, if you don't remember Freaky Friday, a mother and daughter swap bodies, and the daughter's in the mother's body, and the mother's in the daughter's body. And, you know, it's comedy, and they always it's like a heartfelt thing, like, oh, you know, your life is so easy. Oh, no, it's not. And then, you know, they come to find out their lives are both apart. But one house. If you're a normal... If you're a normal teenager, you don't think of that. You think of the little Dicky music video when him and Chris Brown switch bodies. That's Freaky Friday. <laughs> okay, so so explain. So Vince Vaughn plays a serial killer, and he kills a girl, and they swap bodies. So they wake up, and she is now in Vince Vaughn's body, and he is now in her body. Now, Vince Vaughn playing a teenage girl, that just sounds awesome. Now, I was watching a trailer... And it looks like a really funny horror comedy. It kind of reminds me, it gives me like the Happy Death Day vibes. It's yes, also, totally. I feel like, I don't know if Blumhouse would do this. I don't know if we're ready for the Blumhouse Connected Universe. Oh, God. Not. No, we're not ready for We're that. not ready, but let me just say something. I know all schools look the same, but I'm saying the college, the four seconds you saw of in the trailer, it kind of looked like the one in Happy Death Day. Maybe it's connected. Who knows? Maybe it's a reach. Who knows? I mean, that would be... <laughs> Awesome, but it's coming out theaters Friday thirteenth, November twelfth. Yeah, so Vince Vaughn's been 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 doing a lot of different things. I mean, he he goes into try to do some like real acting movies, and then he does the comedies that we all know him in, and then he does these movies like Brawl and Cell Block ninety nine. I still haven't finished. I remember I was up late. I had like a long day. We were trying to watch it over Facetime because this is usually how we watch movies if I'm not with him, and I. Passed out right as he went to jail, and then I called him back later. I'm like, "How's that movie?" He's like, "It's fucking fucking good." It was crazy. Go watch it. it. It's a lot of murder. If you guys have a weak stomach for blood or anything, don't don't watch it. But if you like ass kicking, watch that movie and Revenge. If you like Revenge, watch it. <laughs> revenge is great. But um, I would definitely be looking forward to this. I think it's gonna be an underrated gem. I I, I mean, that's what Blumhouse seems to seems to do. And I'm like, oh, it's just gonna be like a weird version of you know groundhog day and i'm I'm like it it looks funny i'll I'll give it a try i'm like i really walked in like i really want to know who the killer is because this is interesting you know this whole concept and then so i I ended up liking it second one was it's not gonna be like happy death day one that was more towards the horror element i feel like it's gonna be kind of like happy death day two more of like a horror comedy element happy death day two was definitely a step down so i hope i hope this is good this looks like it'll be fun I'm totally, I'm very much looking forward to it. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully Blumhouse delivers, which they tend to do. Blumhouse so. does deliver, and I'm really hoping it is that secretly filmed movie because we still don't know what it is. No, we don't. We don't know what it is. I'm, I'm excited to. Or find they just didn't tell us because they don't like us. Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, Liberty Jets are representatives. Yeah, obviously. So there's a new Adam Sandler movie coming out, and already, uh, I believe it's like a Netflix exclusive. I'm like, oddly excited for this. He has the OG <laughs> cast from. Grown-ups, but people trailer came out. I just about a guy has to like save Halloween night. It's called right? Hubie, Hubie Halloween. Halloween, yeah. Yes. So apparently Hubie 
if you watch the trailer, he's he's in a small town and it's he's basically the boy who cries wolf and he seems to have a little um mental issue, I guess we'll say, to be nice. He's fucking retarded. So <laughs> fuck you, I better get out now, dude. I don't think I have to. Um, so, <laughs> so Adam Sandler plays Hubie, and he's always telling the cops about like things that he sees going wrong in the town. And they're always like, okay, Hubie, okay. He's like, oh, someone got mugged. Okay, we'll figure it out. And they just like don't listen to him at some point. They don't believe him. And then I believe he sees someone get murdered in uh, in the in the trailer, and he goes to tell the cops, and they don't believe him. So he takes it upon himself to go save the town by himself which is just not smart to do if you're uh not mentally capable now would raise some interest are sandler said he wasn't not quote unquote but he pretty much said that if he's not going to get nominated for an academy award performance that he's going to make the worst movie anybody has ever seen and some people are saying <laughs> that this might be it the people are saying that it's purposely going to be on bad and Adam Sandler, you know, he can just grab the handful of people he usually uses and be like, all right, guys, we're going to make a movie. Yeah, listen, I mean... He doesn't, he this, don't care. This could be awful. I mean, I'm this not going to lie. This could be like a middle finger to the Academy. It probably will be him. It probably will be terrible. But I like Adam Sandler, and I find his goofy movies to still be fun to watch. And I like I like um holiday movies, no matter the holiday... Well, Halloween and Christmas movies more what so. What about Jack and Jill? It's, it's considered a Hanukkah movie. They... Well, that's obviously a national treasure, basically, <laughs> and so I, I'm looking forward to this, even if no one else on the planet is. <laughs> we'll probably end up watching it. Might talk about it. Yeah, might not you talk know, about it. Might have to do like a five episode dive into Hubie Halloween just to really get every detail. No, besides doing the Blumhouse connected universe, we really got to do the Adam Sandler connected universe because I have a oh, crazy Lord. theory about that one. But oh, Lord. I need about a good. 30 minutes, which we don't have because we're both going to pass out soon. Yeah, pretty much. So, I think you should... Oh, no, this one. Topic. This is this one. very excited. This is probably our main topic. So, Chris Hemsworth has said in a recent interview that he is not planning on being done with a Thor character after Thor Love and Thunder, which is fantastic news for us and the MCU lovers, like Jake and myself. And millions of others around the world. He's one of the last core Avengers who actually has some story left with him that we know he's actually going to be in movies. And after we heard Natalie Portman was going to be female Thor, the new the new Thor, I'm I thought initially like oh they might kill him off and like give the mantle yeah. to her. So I'm very very happy to find out that we might even we might get two Thors. I really hope that it's and Bader Beta. Beta Ray is supposed to be in this, I believe. I really, really, really hope that he's going to be in Guardians. Just the chemistry with him and Star Lord is it was so good, phenomenal. We were promised that, and the stupid Disney wanted to be stupid with their with James Gunn. Well, so let's not talk shit about Disney. They no, might be well, interested in us. Disney, yeah, Disney's not interested in in fuck. Well, I mean, <laughs> if they can release a Deadpool movie. It was once upon a time. You are you gonna you gonna put us? No, not that shit. Oh no, not that shit. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> The movie was for a good cause because all that money went towards like the the fuck cancer yeah, foundation. Yeah, yeah. But like, no, they said that they would still make R-rated Disney. Remember, yeah, we did talk Fox about Banner. and we did talk about the um, you know, the R-rated Disney Plus yeah some Fox stuff. But besides that, we're not here to talk about and trying to get a promotion from Disney. Although that would be that'd be nice, sweet. Disney. Fly down, we can hang out in the bubble. Yeah, Jake's birthday's coming up. Maybe want to you know get a get a little gift over here. 
Oh yeah, that'd, that'd be, be real nice. Real nice. Two first class. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So Chris Hemsworth, I think, I think they have a lot of story left for him. I think he's gonna definitely be in a Secret Wars movie because that's our, our Jake and I have predicted this a lot, but we we think that Secret Wars is gonna be the next big MCU Avengers film, which we're not alone in that theory. Not gonna act like it was our theory, but. I mean, Secret Wars, they introduce the scrolls. You don't introduce the scrolls unless you're planning on doing Secret and Wars. And if they don't do Secret Wars, then Kevin Feige must have some trick up his sleeve. Because Kevin Feige, I trust him. But Secret Wars is how you could bring back... I'm not saying bring back Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, but you can bring them back as fake Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. Because they can just shapeshift into them. And, you know, like maybe like fuck with one of them. That'd be cool. That'd be a nice Easter egg. Or that would be cool. They could do like a Tobey Maguire. If we go back to that subject, Tobey Maguire, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, if they got him in there, that would be <laughs> fucking diabolical. <laughs> fucking diabolical. But we'll, we'll get into that much, much later. But Yeah, so Chris Hemsworth not being done I like done how with his character MCU. arc is not done yet. And yeah. there's so much to him. Yeah. I feel like he's finally going to redeem himself. I, th- I, think that, I think Chris Hemsworth loves the role. More so than like Chris Evans did, because I think Chris Evans was trying to just like, come on, let's wrap this up, let's wrap this up. Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, Chris honestly, anybody in the MCU yeah. would be so happy. But I feel like with Thor, he's finally has everything, and he finally did like the right things. He's he's been always trying to do the right thing, and his time came and he's done the right thing. And this time, hopefully, there'll be no consequences. You know, he tried to do the right thing in Ragnarok, and yes. he lost. Actually, other breaking news, I don't know if you've heard this, but in that same interview, he also said the script for Thor Love and Thunder is funnier and just more action-packed I trust Tyke. than I trust Thor him. Ragnarok's script. They have some shit to top right there, then. And Thor Ragnarok was a smash hit, according to everyone with a brain. Except for Ryan. Except for Ryan. Well, exactly what I'm saying. Everyone with a brain. I mean, no, he's not probably listening to us, though. Yeah, but, you know, go hit him up on Syrian He Says Sports. You're welcome for the plug. You owe me. Um, but <laughs> but uh, probably money. Thor, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok was great. And if Hemsworth is saying that this is even better, I mean, what kind of Thor are we going to get here? Is it going to be fat Thor? Is it going to be skinny Thor? Is it Honestly, be I still want to see, like, I still hope that Thor remains fat because it's just so funny. It is. It's so good for his character. And I mean, people, I thought it kind of dragged. Like, I liked that. I liked it at first, but I thought they were going to, like, make him skinny by the I still time love, they're going to fight. You know, it's course through my veins. Cheese whiz. <laughs> Cheese whiz. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a great line. Don Cheadle. What Damn a great it, dude. line. But I hope that he's got a big new contract, Hemsworth, and he's going to be here for years to come. He's going to be, he's probably the only one in the Avengers who's him and Hulk are, like, the only two. And no Hawkeye. Thanks. Yeah, Hawkeye, I mean. He's, gonna give his, he's giving his mantle up to his daughter, though, right? Yeah, he's giving or, the mantle up yeah. to his daughter. So I feel like he's no longer going to be a part of that. But you only had Hulk. The original six. So there's three left. Yeah, and Thor. So there's yeah. so much potential. I mean, there's rumors Hulk's going to be in um, the She-Hulk show. And maybe he can pass off his banner there. But I hope he doesn't. I always said, I always wanted Hulk to be a villain for, for the Avengers. Because I feel like he could be such a good villain. Not Professor Hulk. But regular Hulk. Yeah, Professor Hulk will try to take him out with logic. You know, you know how hard it is to take down Hulk? I mean, I know Thanos did it like a, like a savage. But the Hulk, Hulk is the Hulk, bro. Like, all right, yeah. I don't want to get off topic here. I mean, Chris Hemsworth being back as Thor for multiple movies is fantastic news. I hope they gave him a Robert Downey Jr. contract because he deserves it. He's the last real big fan favorite probably right now. 
and I'm really, really excited for the future of the MCU. Yeah, we have a lot to look forward to and a lot of more story arc, which is always awesome. So please don't delay Black Widow because it's just give it to us on give Disney it to Plus. us and then they could start releasing. Just charge us, charge us an arm. We'll give you just uh, chop Jake's arm off and send it. Let's do it to Ryan. I mean, yeah, he, he won't feel with his wrists. I'm not giving you any more fucking plugs, Ryan. Yeah, we're done, okay. buddy. So <laughs> give us some more plugs on yours. Yeah. So what is our final topic, Jake? Well. Something has been going on during these past two weeks. A disturbance in the forest, maybe? Um, a, disturban- a disturbance in my arteries, my, my <laughs> cholesterol level. But besides that, I don't care about my health right now. <laughs> How fucking good is The Boys Season 2? Oh, my God. The Boys Season 2. It just gets better and better and better. It's like climbing up steps. Episode 1 was like, all right, that's pretty fucking awesome. Episode 2. Oh, 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 okay. I see what you're doing there. Episode three, holy fucking shit. Episode four, holy motherfucking shit. Dude. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think they'd be able to top season one, and it looks like they are right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they set up everyone's story in season one, and they're paying it off right now. They're paying it off hard. And we're going to get into spoilers here, so if you haven't oh, yeah. watched season one Go or get two, Amazon Prime. Go on one, two, three movies. Do whatever. Whatever you need to do. Watch this Watch show. this show. It's the it's it top five top three show out on television and streaming right now. It is so good. It's so good. So, so the boys season one was phenomenal, and it opens up the season two, and we're seeing like you know the aftermath and everyone living, living bad and everything, and Stormfront, and and all that. But so. So we've got Mother's Milk and and Huey and Frenchie and the female all like living like underground doing drug and cartel. And I remember they're, they're considered on the run. to be fugitives. Yes. So Butcher is currently being blamed for Catherine's death. Although yes. we all know that Homelander blew her eyes out. That was a crazy ass scene. They have so many. Before we get to anything else, they have so many great guest cameos between yes. Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. Chris what a Hansen. Way, what a way to open up the show. Seth Rogen. Can't forget about yep. Seth Rogen. He produces it. And then you also have Maria, Maria, Maria Menounos. Menounos <laughs> we know her so very well because we see so many movies. And <laughs> you also... Maria should we talk about the, the other guests yet or should we wait to get to him? The other guests. I'm trying to think what you're talking wait, about. Let me, talk, let me say something. The musical note. That oh, was for- oh, yes. Okay. So... Anyway, it pretty much opens up, and they're all on the run, as we all very well know. And you see good old Homelander, such an innocent guy, right? Oh, such a nice dude. Such a nice guy. Always the America guy. He, like, America's hero. He yeah. hasn't done, I think he's done anything wrong, right? No, no, no. No, no any, 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 anyway. We don't. Yeah, we're not going to go through step yeah, by step of the show. But step by step. Anyway. But so the, the translucent show, got his yeah. asshole blown up. Yes. As from season one. And they need to replace some. What, what a great scene, by the way, with Homelander just, yeah. just do a talk at his funeral. I, I love him empty just casket. talking to an empty casket. <laughs> and then you have Starlight singing. And the chemistry between those two this season is phenomenal. Yes, it is. She knows he's a horrible person. And. She fears for her life that she's gonna yeah. die because of what she did with Huey. Homelander has gotten even more evil this season. I think just yeah, how he we'll, we'll get to that every day. We'll get to that. Yeah. Later. So pretty much like the boys are on the run and they and they find there's gonna there's a soup terrorist that has been brought 
into American soil, and it's partly their fault. And so they talk to this the FBI agent from the first season, and she says, hey, you get this guy, and I can get you your family and everything like that. Everything they need, and their yes. names, are, they pretty much won't be wanted anymore. Yes, like their life will go back to normal. And then her head blows up. <laughs> yeah, so clearly Vought did not like that statement. We don't know how or who who or what blew her head up. I think it's Vought. I don't think it's I'm sure it is. Or what if it's what if it's Liberty? What if it's that what if what if it's um the guy who was like standing up to Homelander, you know what I'm talking about? I forget his name. He he's in the Mandalorian. Oh uh, you know what I'm talking fuck. about. I forget his name. Remember oh, that? the uh the bad guy, the kind of like the the head of Vought. Yes, the head of Vought. He is such an I forget his name because we're both yes. illiterate and it's one thirty. Yeah, but he's such an amazing villain. Yeah, he's a great he was villain. standing up to the most deadliest man in the universe, mm-hmm. and he pretty much told him to sit his ass down. Yeah, he did. And he I don't think he has any superpowers as of now. As, as, of as we, know. we don't know what happened, but we didn't, you know. Yeah, and so we have we have. Butcher comes back at the end of the first episode, and you know he's he's one of the that best. was a big. It's one of the best TV characters, like cliffhangers ever. Too. He's easily one of the best, and so um, yeah, it was a cliffhanger. And then he comes back, and and then they you find out pretty much where he was. Pretty much, um, Homelander's kid and Becca. Yes, they're in like this facility. I would call it like a Va- gate. It's, it's a vault like facility. It's like a vault facility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like gated and kind so of like a prison. So just a dickwit butcher. He brings him there. He lets him see Becca, and then he flies and he drops in the parking lot of some restaurant. He doesn't kill him because it it's revealed later that Becca says she threatened to kill herself in front of his son if, and say that he made him do it. Yeah, that's only if Homelander went after Butcher. Yeah, and killed, he killed Butcher. So that was lucky that she stepped up to him. But so Homeland, so you know, all of this is happening, and and so the deep is going through a lot of oh, um, emotional issues. Yeah, he he's very interesting this season, as you saw from last season. He yeah, he's he was he at rock bottom. Shit. He's hit rock bottom, and he goes to jail, and he gets bailed out by an, a fellow soup, and then he decides to help him and get him some therapeutic help. And they join Scientology, pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty what, much. That's what it seems like. And all this, and then that'll bring us to probably the best scene of the boys yet, in my opinion, of this season. Oh, yes. The an musical epi- note between oh, okay. him and no, his... No, I wasn't talking about that, but oh, talk about that. Oh, oh, that, yeah. That. We'll get okay. to that after. Talk about that. So, yeah, he pretty much gets drugged up because he's trying to, like, he needs to be in a room alone with himself. He needs to learn how to live with himself. Cause, you Self-reflection. Know, yeah, he doesn't like his, his gills. Yeah, he doesn't like the gills. So he... uh He's getting hallucinating dreams or thoughts or whatever that yeah. him and his gills are communicating, and good old Pat Oswalt voices was the gills. voicing the gills, <laughs> which was they, great. They, they might do like a little a little duet note. We'll do it. We'll we'll leave that one up for you guys to listen to. But it's it's great. It's comedic. And so then in episode three, maybe my favorite scene of this season so oh, far. It was fucking phenomenal. So the boys. So Butcher, Mother's Milk, Frenchie, and Huey, and the female and her brother, who was the, the, the soup terrorist, terrorist, are all on this yacht, and obviously Butcher stole it. Oh, yeah. And so the cops are chasing I him. I love that. And so, I thought you said a friend gave it to you. Well, a stranger's a friend. You just haven't met yet. <laughs> what a line. <laughs> so they're running from the cops and everything, and then you see the deep come out of nowhere. And it's supposed to be like the deep in his mind is like, this is my moment. I'm going to catch them. 
and get back to the seven. Back into the seven. So he's on good old Lucy the Whale, and he's like, they're going to stop. You know, I have the high ground. He's going to block the path. And Butcher, he didn't have time. You know, he didn't have, it's not like he had time to turn around or stop the boat. He kind of full throttled it and oh ran the shit into the fucking whale. What an iconic, right through the whale. That was gruesome. <laughs> right through it. It went It, it went out it the other side. Inside of him. Oh my god. And you just see Huey's face like sitting there. And then Eventually, Butcher, comes to, Butcher comes to like touch him. Like, Don't fucking touch me. <laughs> I just kind of fucked god. up. The whale's heart was still beating. Oh my god. The boy is so bloody. So and Mother's Milk has taken a almost a father figure role to Huey in this season. It looks like. Well, remember he is good with kids, obviously because he was like the, I guess you what do you call it, like juvie? Like he was like remember like yes the, yes he was like a, a, a correctional facility thing. Yeah, so yeah. he's good with kids, and he I guess he knows what he was going through. I don't really know. I mean, there's not a lot of people who got their girlfriend who was one step off the fucking curb and exploded. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, they go through the storm drain because they have the soup terrorists. They're just gonna hand them in, and the seven show up. And oh, there's an important part we forgot to mention. Huey and Star. There's remember they're trying to like expose Vought. Yes. Compound oh, v. yes. You're right. We forgot about that. So the whole point of season one was trying to get Compound V to the public so they know superheroes are actually made. They're not born with these things. And they do it within the first like, <laughs> episode. Yeah, they do it. They're like, oh shit, Compound V is, like, she got it released with her little weird friend who gets money for getting his limbs chopped Lim- off. Oh, we forgot about that too. Well, whatever, that God damn it. And we're just going to name points. We're, we're anyway, not, not going to get through every detail, okay? During People the storm the drain, um, there's also a new girl in the seven. Oh, Stormfront. Stormfront. She's one of the best characters in the show right now. Very, very outspoken very outspoken oh yes has a way with words ballsy no fucks given yeah and she seems to have a lot of mystery behind her she does and we'll get to that in a little bit anyway they're in a storm drain and Chewie sees starlight he's like oh shit and then she blasts them because as we all predicted guess who's watching in the shadows mm-hmm. you know dickhead himself yep so homelander wants her to kill him because she knows she's like oh fuck this guy again like he knows so anyway what pretty much ends up happening is soup terrorist cause like the park like the uh storm during the corrupt into itself homelander's taken out for a minute and they're trying to escape and they do escape and then stormfront goes after him and you find out that stormfront is a racist a very she murders Entire African American like, family, family for out of cold no blood reason, like while and she's then, chasing the soup terrorist, and then she kills the soup terrorist, which is Kimiko or Kimi- the female, yeah, and brother. The she brother. snaps off his hand and she very says a very kill. racist remark after yes. she killed him. Yes, and I actually had a theory. They kept showing this hero or you know soup called. Liberty. I kept telling Austin, like, what if she's Liberty? Somehow she didn't age. Because that was, like, the thing. Like, oh, she would be, like, so old by now. So he said, like, oh, you know, there's some way. And then we get to episode four, which was very, The best episode yet. Very, 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 very interesting. Very interesting. Very, very sexual, too. Yeah. So, so the Mother's Milk, Huey, and Star... 
Star, what the hell's the name Starlight? again? Starlight. They're on the road because they, they're trying to. I'm sorry, it's fucking 145. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're trying to find out some information. So they go out to this female in North Carolina. I forget her name, and she, you know, she doesn't like the soups either. Yeah, and she's pretty much saying, you know, oh, they wanted to ask her about liberty, and she said liberty is very well alive and out there. Yes. And she said that she just saw in the newspaper the other day. She puts down the paper. And it's Stormfront. And it's Stormfront. And you're pretty much left on a cliffhanger for the episode, like usual with the boys, because yep. due to the fact that they now have to release them weekly. But either way, it's getting better and better. Yeah. So watch this show. It is top-notch. It's funny. It's dramatic. It's action-packed. It's everything you want. Fucking diabolical. Fucking diabolical, you cunt. So... So that'll do it for I'll this episode it. of The Boys. Join us next time and stay you said this, you said that out The Boys. <laughs> ah! We're not The Boys. We wait. Join us next time for the next episode of Flicks and Chips. And stay stay ready for alerts and updates. Oh, by, oh, by the way, for like one post message, The Walking Dead ended. Good night, guys. All right. Goodbye.